Promotional consideration paid for by the following. One man. Are you wingers ready to rock and roll? 80 ethnically diverse backup singers. I brought an entire indigenous tribe with me today. A blinding laser light show. Coming to Liberty City Memorial Stadium, it's an 82-minute celebration of America. From Britain. Crow. It's Crowfest 98. You'll hear songs such as Cloud in Kenya, Rainforest Night Blues, Moon Over the Manatee, and Tantric Boogie. Crowfest. Off with the Andes, ladies. Crow's in town. Love will give you legs and give your wallet wings. Featuring the only live on stage performance of a whale song duet. And this next song I'm gonna do here is with my penis gourd. All proceeds go to the Crow Foundation, dedicated to profiting from indigenous music. Tickets are on sale now. Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. It's episode 378, and I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. Ooh, it's me. It's Matt. And I got to tell you, I'm pumped for the show because with me, as always, umped for the show. Uh, there's no, I, I screwed that up. I don't know what to tell you, but it's Eric. It's the light bearer, the light bearer, the light bearer, bring the Beastmaster Third Shift. He's here to tell us how his week was. Hey, Eric, tell us about a great week that you had. Even though it's a funky show and we're recording on a Tuesday, so you really only had like four days. How was your four days, dude? Hey, well, first off, okay, uh, I'm still dying. Uh, I just told Matt off air I had a battle with Satan. Uh, he was trying to come get me. The other night, and uh, I said, no, nah, not today. I got Final Fantasy Rebirth. They got to play in February. So you got to, we got to make a deal. We got to strike a deal. So we played a little game. I won, but I, that was just for last night, folks. So I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen tonight, but I still am sick, and I still get short of breath a lot. Sucks. So I'm not back up and running. I'm not back up where I want to be. However, I did play a couple games. And I had a great time with them. I really did. One of them, WoW Classic, Season of Discovery. That's out. It's rocking and rolling. I'm in there having such a good time with the brother. Leveling up an undead mage. As you should. Excuse me. <coughs> but undead mage is the way to go. I love playing on the Horde side. Always have. And getting back in there and just playing with all the classic rules and all the classic stuff is really, really awesome. This brings back all the nostalgia. So just that alone is worth it. But secondly, with the Age of Discovery, they added a ton of like new stuff, a ton of like little things, hidden things that you can find. And then they added in runes so you can change what your mage is, what, no, any class, but for me, mage, obviously. So they give you these runes you can take and then allows you to get different skills that allow you to actually be a healer instead of a DPSer if you want to. You know, stuff like that. Or just become a crazy different kind of mage that you can't normally be, obviously, back in Classic WoW. And the other thing they did was they capped it all off at 25 for now because they said they wanted everybody to have a great experience and not feel rushed just to run the game it all the way up to max and then start doing stuff. So they changed the max limit to 25, and then they said, well, we want you to have fun and we want you to have a challenge. So they turned an old-school dungeon that was normally an old five-man at that, you know, around that level into a 10-man dungeon at that level with all new gear you know and end game i say in your quotations because not in game but you know what i mean for now end game gear 
And that's great. Because even me, the sucker who can't play a ton, I'm level like 14 or whatever, marching my way right up. You know, I got to 11 levels left. And then I can go do this end game dungeon with Jared and have a good time. And then if it still isn't out, that also gives me time to walk away, go do something else, tell the next 20, 15, 20 levels drops. It's been a hoop. Been a lot of fun. And the best part about it is it's something I've wanted to play. So, like, it's I come downstairs instead of just going, well, 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 I don't know, and just, you know, anime, this has been something to actually do besides that. So that's been freaking great. The only other title I've really played in these last few days was the Tales of Rise DLC. I talked to Matt a bit about off air. I still like Tactica, but it's not something that's been, I mean, like, just right now, especially me being sick, I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I said, what's what's bright? What's vibrant? What's just fun? And what is, e- well, assumingly easy? Tales of Rise DLC. You know what? Let's pop that in and give it a go. Sure enough, I was so, you know, powerful and knew how to do everything back when I played the main game. Getting here, I'm wrecking baddies, just having a blast, doing all these moves, remembering all this stuff. And then, on top of it all, I know it's a DLC, and I know they added new weapons, new armor, new things to get. It, but it just didn't strike me. So I'm over here playing thinking, okay, I'm just going to go through some little story and that'll be that. And it's like, oh, you just picked up the Sword of Belosia. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't need that. You know, I, I, got the, I got the God Sword from the end of the game. But sure enough, I go look and it's like, oh, wait a minute, no. Its stats are better. Oh, crap, I'm, I'm going to get new gear and armor too. And it seems stupid, but whatever. It was just like a, yay, there's more to this. I actually get new armor and gear and... Oh, yeah, and I'm going to get more SP, so I can get even more skills. More, more, I'm going to be even more cool. Wow. So dumb. I, I attribute it to the, the the fog brain and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was an elation. It felt great. I was happy about it. Went in there, and then I got cocky. I said, you know what? They they added some more of these, like, world boss things, you know what I'm talking about? Like the big, big dogs are like, hey, I'll only challenge that one if you're really up to the challenge. And I went, oh, yeah, I'll smoke them. Go up to him. I'm level 71 or 72. He was level 85. And I went, nah, I'm still, I'm bad. I'm a god. I'm a god. I went in there and I fought him. No, I'm not a god. Nope, nope. I got him to about half health. But I was using too many gels, too many things. You know, and I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how Eric rolls. He, we don't use that stuff. That stuff's for an emergency, which means never. That's what that stuff's for. It's just for fun. So I backed out, you know, so I didn't, I haven't wasted it. Redid that little area, got back caught up. But it was great because now there's a challenge for me. Now there's something to do in about seven more levels, five, seven more levels. Go back and be like, all right, let's test it out now. And keep doing that because those guys give you ultra rare loot, which just makes you even more of a bad man pajama for whatever the uh, you know end game's going to be for this DLC. So overall, a very crappy, great week, depending on how you want to look at it, which way you want to go with it. What about you, Matt? How's it been? Uh, it's also been a crappy great week for me just because of I was sick too to a much less like delirious and crazy extent than you were but it's finally over it's finally getting to the point where I'm feeling like a normal human being again and another thing that <clears throat> another good thing on top of that is over the weekend on Saturday I think it was went and saw hairspray at the Wharton Center the classic musical everybody knows hairspray everybody loves hairspray and it was great it was a fun time I noticed some some technical issues in there, like 
I've talked about with microphones and you know stuff not popping like I've heard in the last not like the last few shows, but I've noticed lately. So whoever it is, the old man that's running the pushing the buttons for the microphones, it's time to retire. It's time to, time to let your apprentice take over. But otherwise, it's just a fun, colorful show that's a lot of fun and just good vibes throughout. I feel like I've been watching a lot of like super dark and serious musicals lately. And I looked at my little magnet wall, and apparently the last one I saw was Jesus Christ Superstar, where I saw a man get flogged and crucified and, and, and die on stage. So something where people are just having fun in the 60s and going, woohoo, let's dance and have a great time. Perfect. Great. Made, made my mood just shoot right up there. Another thing I did in real life, and I'm only mentioning it because I specifically mentioned it when we we're talking about esports for the Game Awards. I was sitting here bored, I think it was on Sunday, after I played a game that I'm going to talk about in a bit. Pulled up Twitch, and I went, all right, I just need something, some flashing colors and some some voices and stuff to distract my brain. And Valorant was live. And I went, sure, I'll put some Valorant on. And it was the Valorant Game Changers Championship. And it was all teams of women going against each other in the championship match. And I went, this is cool. I just talked about... Why aren't there any women in esports and, you know, talking about the coach getting nominated? So it was cool to see, boom, two giant teams. I think one was from Brazil, one was from God only knows where. So it was cool to see that representation like I've talked about. Then on the actual video games that I played front, Persona 5 Tactica. I played like a million more hours of that. And it is okay. I told Eric this off air, it feels bad to feel bad about a Persona 5 game, but it's Okay. The battles are absolutely nothing. Granted, I'm taking advantage of it. I pick the characters with the highest movement. I craft weapons so that they have, like, outrageous gun range. Yusuke, he has 14 range on his gun. And I'm never going to get anything lower than that. So literally, he can run everywhere, because I think his movement is almost the second highest in the game. It's 7 or 8. And then he can shoot everywhere. So as soon as somebody moves, plip, knock an enemy out of cover. Ping, 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 do the get him, do the tri-attacks. It just engulfed the whole field in a tri-attack. And it's fun, but it's so easy. And even the last side quests that I've been doing, they've been pretty easy. Just because in every main quest, I completely destroy it. So I know how to destroy everything. So even when they set up that nice crafted puzzle, I go, oh, yeah, I, I know. Bing, 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 it's done. I take maybe two tries on them, but most of them, just a single one. And I don't know, and it's fun, it's well put together, it's good, but I'm just not, I'm not challenged, and I'm not really emotionally attached to the story that's going on. There's some cool stuff that's happening, and in any other Persona game, I think I would really love it, but here I'm just kind of going through the motions. I'm playing it, and I'm doing it. And it's fine, it's good, it's not bad, so I don't know how to feel about it. Another thing... I don't know how to feel about, or actually I should say, I'm not allowed to tell you how I feel about, is Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Because I was on Discord on Friday, or Thursday? I think it was Thursday. And I went into that Battleborn Reborn Discord. And somebody, for some reason, and I should have pulled your name up so I could thank you on the air, went, hey guys, here's an alpha code for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And he put it like in the Battleborn thread. And everyone went, what are you doing? And he went, oh, sorry, I was trying to share the love. And people went, that's stupid. You're dumb. And I went, surely someone has redeemed this by now. It's been like an hour. Let me type it in. I'm sitting here on my computer. Bloop. All right, welcome. Choose your platform. Download it. I chose my platform, and I downloaded it. And I played through the whole 
thing that was available, but there's an NDA out for it. If you're in this alpha, you're not allowed to write down your thoughts on the game. You're not allowed to talk to content creators about it. So I literally can't say anything right now. I played it, and I had thoughts about it. Then they will stay inside my brain so that WB Games doesn't come kick my door down and shoot me. I want to say I want to say but I can't even say that, so I have to cut this part from the show. Yeah, I'm saying it. But with that all cut from the show, and nobody can hear it, and I didn't even tell Eric anything, the other game that I did play was RoboCop Rogue City. I got in one stream of that over the weekend, and it is exactly like everyone says. It's a double-A game, so your expectations do have to come down a bit. But when you're grabbing CRTs and throwing them at people and they're exploding and you get a headshot on a guy and it just goes splat on the wall behind him, it feels good. And I think at the end of that stream, I did unlock the like extra gore combat modifier for the gun. So it's going to be even more over the top and fun. It's pretty good. It's enjoyable. And the last thing before I kick it over to Eric for a release, I've been meaning to tell you, Eric, and you the listeners as well, but especially you, Eric, this for like two weeks. It was when I went to the Marvels with Mom. When she goes driving around, she listens to like the WKAR station. She plays classical music. She goes, hey, I just heard an ad on the station here. Not an ad, but you know, it's a public radio station, so an, an ad quote fingers. Mm-hmm. They just said uh, on Monday at 7, they're going to play some video game music. And they went, ha, you're hearing things. There ain't no way. Ain't no way. And then she texted me like 8 o'clock that Monday, and she went, hey, that video game thing was on. And I listened to it, and it was cool. And I went, what are you talking about? There's no way. Every Monday, from 7 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m., they have a show called Gameplay, where they play video game music. And it's awesome. Like last week's episode that I listened to, they did uh, Nino Kuni music, which was performed and recorded by the Tokyo Philharmonic. So it was like excellent orchestral stuff. This week's, last night's as we're recording this, it was all Western-themed, so stuff from Red Dead Redemption, stuff from a game called Outlaws from like back in the 90s or early 2000s. Wild Arms stuff was on there, too. It was great. And for all of y'all out there, and you, Eric, too, you don't have to just listen to it on FM. They got a WKAR radio app. Put it on your phone. Put a little earbud in. Monday's at 7. I put an alert on my calendar because I just, it's just cool. I'm not doing anything on Mondays. Put my earbuds in, I go chill out, I just relax, and I get taken away to worlds of mystery and magic and video game music on, you know, it's an AM station, so it's not like a big station, but video game music in the real world. And it's actually brought to you by the Interlochen Public Radio, so it's in Michigan that they actually did this. And if you are interested in hearing some of it, you can also go to GameplayShow.org. They got archives of tons of their shows, and they're all like an hour long. So the Wild West one is at the top of their page right now. Go check them out. Anybody around the world can go check them out. Like I said, the apps are there. The website's there. The archives are there. Check it out. I had a blast. Two Mondays in a row, listening to an hour of awesome video game music. Wow, it was great. It was a great week. I started feeling good, and then I rocket shipped up with GameplayShow.org. Woohoo! Pew! Well, I'm going to keep this one brief, because like I said, I, I may not make it all the way through. But uh, this week, folks, there's a little title that, uh, for me, is tempting to hop into for one reason alone, and that's just uh, some good old music, Matt. Some good old, you know what? I love some good music from some good video games just like you just talked about. And this particular title 
is Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince. Came out on Switch December 1st. Developed by uh, Tose and Square Enix, of course. And I didn't really know nothing about it. But then I saw it popped up and I went, well, what the hell? I said, you know what? It's a long ways till we get some Dragon Quest, probably. But this game is like a little Pokemon adventure. You go in, you're actually an antagonist from a previous Dragon Quest, and you get a group of four monsters to start, and then you've got to start leveling them up and going through these different environments where the seasons change every, like, 20 minutes. And there's, of course, different monsters within the different seasons, and different areas and different things are accessible in different different seasons. So every 20 minutes, you're getting a whole new vibe and a whole new thing, you know, a whole new area, not a whole new area, but you know what I mean, a new set of things to look for instead of monsters instead of environments to explore so while you're doing this you're taking these monsters you're leveling them up and of course what's the whole purpose of this well you want to win all these tournaments and become the big bad boss man and get rid of all the big bad bosses that you don't like so to do that you've got to level up these monsters get new monsters and by getting new monsters yes you'll get them naturally but you can also synthesize them matt just like you do in shin megami tensei and you can take attributes from one into the other, combine them, and then not only that, but some of them will combine into like a unique monster on its own, obviously, with its own set of skills, which of course could be way more powerful than the ones you were synthesizing and bringing over. You know how it goes. We've, we've done the rigmarole, and if you've played these types of games, you know what we're talking about when I tell you this. But the best part is, it's in the background, Matt, while I'm hearing people, you know, yapping about the game, what's good, what's bad about it. Dragon Quest music. Oh, it's all there. So if you want like a nice quick hit adventure and you just want some good music from Dragon Quest and roam around in Dragon Quest environments, this is going to tap. This is going to tap that for you. This is going to do that. And from what I can tell and what I've heard, it's solid. It's fun. It's definitely got a good hook to it. The uh, the monster collecting slash upgrading slash synthesizing and then upgrading. It's all a really good hook. And of course, going to these tournaments hitting your monsters against the AI monsters, seeing how they fare, if they win or lose, etc. Because those battles are AI. So you you set your stage up, you set your monsters up the way you want them to be, and then you go enter the tournament. And they do what they do. And they win or lose. Which kind of can be a bummer, but on the other end, it's kind of fun. It's like gambling a little bit. Set the stage, you know, to your advantage, but it's luck of the draw. Stuff happens. So even that sounds a little bit fun. And then, of course, there's other environments. So you'll beat one tournament, one big boss, you'll move on to the next. When you get in these new environments, the baddie there, there'll be a, like a baddie boss in the natural environment. Until you kill him or her or whatever, it, whatever, the other baddies are a lot harder to actually capture or recruit to your team. So you have to go level up, go beat that baddie, and then that cowtails everybody into joining you once you beat them up get them down to a certain extent, ask them to join you, feed them a bunch of snacks. There's many ways to get the different monsters to join your team. But I just encourage everybody to go check this out. If you want some Dragon Quest adventure that isn't going to take you the whole 180, 90, 100 hours, and some Dragon Quest music, nostalgia, this might be right up your alley. And something everybody should check out, if you want some nostalgia, I don't know how to preface this, but if you want that, check out the Excuse Me Sir demo, which came out, I think, almost a month ago now. It's been in my little my little queue of things I could be talking about, but we've had weird shows, we've had holiday shows, we've had short shows, we've had long shows. And it's time for me to finally talk about the Excuse Me Sir demo, which is live on Itch.io for PC and Mac. So if you have either one of those, go check it out. I believe the demo is 100% free. And this is brought to you by Molly Moon. 
And if you don't know who Molly Moon is, you're not on TikTok, you're not on Instagram, you're not on YouTube Shorts. This is a content creator who does almost old-school point-and-click horror. If you watch her videos, it's kind of like you're playing a first-person old PC game. The sound is all bit-crushed, so it's like a weird 90s game. She has like the mouth flaps. It's not like a nice smooth FMV. It's these weird static images, and strange things happen. Usually... She's a character in it, and you as the player are trying to help her do something, and then something turns dark. They're all very horror-themed. It's kind of like strange things build on top of strange things, and then boom. So her TikToks, her Instagram reels, her YouTube shorts are all that vibe. And what happened was, some number of months ago, an indie developer named Airdorf tweeted at her and said, Hey, we love your content. What do you think about doing a game? She said yes. Jesse Cox got in it as a producer to fund it, Torpal Duke and Trevor Henderson also combined to make some art, to make some development stuff for this. So I think this is really cool because it went from something that's just 15 second videos in the theme of a game. Now it is a real game or at least a real demo that you can play in this first person horror point and click strange adventure game. And I've watched some footage of it. I've watched, you know, playthroughs to get to the endings. It is exactly like her content is. If you are familiar with any of her stuff, They did a great job. I mean, she's in it, so they did a great job replicating it. Sounds stupid. But to make an actual game in the style of this game-style video that she's known for, I just thought it was really cool. It's creepy. It's strange, just like all of her stuff is. So definitely go check out any of her TikToks, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts to get a feel for what this is like, and then go download the Excuse Me Sir demo. Apparently, it's been doing bonkers numbers over on Itch.io, Because I'm not on TikTok, where maybe she is more famous than this, but I've seen her stuff on Instagram. I've seen some stuff on YouTube. It's really cool. It's creative. It's weird and twisted and strange. It's not the type of stuff you'd normally see on any of those platforms. So check that out. Check out this demo. I just think it's a cool project, so go support it, everybody. I don't know when the full game's coming out, but what I do know is when another game is coming out. Because a trailer came out this week. It was supposed to drop today as we were recording this, but it got leaked early. So Rockstar Games said, screw it, everybody. Check it out. The reveal trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6 is here. It's in the wild. Go watch it. And boy, I watched it. I watched it. And I know it's a CGI trailer. It's a theme trailer. It's just a, just a here's a feel for what we're going to do trailer. You know, there's no gameplay. There's no nothing. But this got me so... Goddamn excited. Which doesn't make any sense, because I didn't really like Grand Theft Auto 4. I have not played Grand Theft Auto 5 at all in my whole life, in all the years that that's been out. But watching this Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer, seeing the Vice City imagery, the fun tone of the trailer, the energy and bumping soundtrack that they got for it, I got excited. I got excited! And I can only hope that the fun transfers over into the full game. Whenever it releases, oh yeah, in 2025, this is coming in 2025. So that's the downer part of the end of the trailer. It's still a million years away. But just seeing this, I got excited for that old school Grand Theft Auto. I got excited for fun and colors and goofiness and insanity. And I just hope that not all the characters in it are unlikable jerks and assholes like all the Grand Theft Auto characters that I can think of right now off the top of my head from the latest two. I want this to keep going and keep rolling and be goofy and fun again because that's how it feels right now from this reveal trailer. And that's what I want from it. Oh boy, I'm excited right now. 
God bless. You know, I'm glad for you, Matt. I was going and rolling. I, before I saw that trailer, Matt, I went, you know, it's weird. I, I loved the original GTA 3. I loved the old ones, too, the top downs. Yeah, yeah. And I loved Vice City. And, uh, you know, San Andreas was okay. After that, I never touched a single one. Fell off. Just completely fell off. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe this is it. Because I'm sure, I'm sure my brother's probably going to buy this title. And I said, well, I'll be able to play it for sure. I was like, let's do it. Let's watch this trailer. And then I watched it. And I went... I don't like society today. I don't like how people act. I don't like how people are in general. And I, that's all I saw was how people act and people are in society today. And I went, oh, I don't I don't like these people. I don't like any of these people. Ah, damn it. But there were moments, Matt, that I still drew. Them. I saw Vice. I went, oh, that's okay. Okay. Maybe. And then there was just like some funny little bits here and there, you know, where I was like, well, that's, that's, that seems fun and goofy, but man, just seeing this bad people just doing stupid shit, I don't like it. I'm that old man now where I'm just like, no, that person's an idiot. They should go to jail or fall off that truck and die. You know, they need to be punished. They're stupid. And I'm like, well, I'm over here yelling at a, at a, at a damn freaking trailer i'm over hey get off the truck you moron what why are you doing that over here what's happening why is this happening what what idiots want to go in the mud and act like dum-dums what's going i don't like these people i was just doing that i was like what the hell is wrong with me (laughs) that's not the point the point is that all this is a, a game and you're supposed to just take part in all the debauchery and the stupidity and and go nuts go ham that's what it's about but somewhere along the line, an old man me has just got in there, and I'm just like, I, I want them all in prison. Put them all in jail. I don't want none of these people having fun out here. Look at them. Stupid, stupid. So I'm like, oh, my God. What's wrong with me? I got go to I gotta go to therapy or something. I got to get fixed. I will agree with you to some extent, because there were some clips in there, and I was like, oh, man, I don't. I hope I don't have like a like a five-hour thing where I'm I'm working with this person, and it's super dark and super depressing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'm just, a, I'm just a loud, big, dumb idiot. And you gotta do this stuff for me. And you gotta go burn down that guy's house. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the 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 little quick hits of it, I'm like, this is the kind of silly stuff that I want. I don't want to be, you know, doing missions with this person, and it's it's wacky times all the times. Mm-hmm. But I want this to be a person who gives me two side missions, and they're goofy side missions where I gotta go. You know, do something crazy with that truck or, you know, film a thing or, you know, tail somebody and then it goes off the rails and I go over here. And then I want it to be like, and this will sound stupid because they're not related at all. I want it to be like, I like my Yakuza games where it's like, if you're doing like the story story, okay, you can have a serious story. Like her and the guy, like that looked, and again, we, we saw 15 seconds of it in the trailer. Yes, a snippet. But if they have a serious relationship and they're going through some stuff, okay, keep that in the main story stuff. But here's a wacky character who's going to give you a wacky mission to go drive a, a hovercraft through the city to pick up inflatable dingoes that got dropped from the blimp. You know, some stupid like that. Yeah, it's just stupid stuff. Yeah, so I want, I, I do want those characters, but I want them to be tertiary characters mm-hmm. who give you the wacky stuff and then you can have the dramatic oh we're trying to make ends meet we're gonna rob the the store and do, try and get away with this and yeah. get embroiled in something bigger but then over there i can still go see mud pit ralphus and put 18 people through tables with your elbows cool awesome yeah and i know the point of gta the whole time has been you're you're bad people doing bad things that's just what it is 
But to set the stage, and this will be my last gripe, right in the beginning that bugs me. Because it, it's what all bad people do. It's what all criminals do. She's in, pri- she's in jail, and, and the, the jailer goes, hey, why are you here? Bad luck, I guess. And I got so mad because everybody who screws up in life constantly, that's what they say. Not my fault. Bad luck. Or, oh, you know, it's always an excuse because that's what they do. They don't look inside themselves and go, maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I've made wrong choices in my life. Maybe I don't want to work hard, so I'm trying to cheat the system. Whatever the case is, they just right off the bat triggered that real life. And this is what the, this is what I'm saying is all this is too close, I think, to like what's real life right now. And I'm just like, yeah, that's exactly what all these morons say all the time. Bad luck. Uh, I got screwed. Ugh. Now, see, what I have to say about that is I think it's bold. It's a bold choice. And it, it exposes all the gamers out there. Because if you've ever played a little game called Forspoken, you play as a female minority character mm-hmm. who, at the start of that game, gets arrested and is getting the book thrown at her by the system. And the lady's saying, why are you here, Frey? You're better than this. She goes, I don't know. Bad luck, I guess. So people being excited for this, but dissing on Forspoken, get out of here. Get, get on your little hovercraft boat and drive off into the water, never to be seen again. And hopefully there's no swimming mechanics and you just drown out there. Because if you like this and you didn't like that, get out of my society and get off of my planet. I, I, I saw that and I went, wait a minute, I know this. I just saw this. This just happened in a game that everybody hated. And here it is in a game that everybody's going to love and play for 20 more years until they actually make Grand Theft Auto 7. Indeed. In 2025, though. This will be 2025. That'll be 2045 when we're yeah. all definitely dead. Oh, yeah. But overall, I'm just excited. And it feels good because if you listen to Shifter Monthly Topic, which has dropped yesterday as we're recording this, I was not excited. I was down low, getting over the sickness, getting over the funk, and then this just rocket shipped me up to the moon. Nice. Like, I can't wait for good, colorful, fun games. I'm excited for gaming again, just because just of this, which, like I said, is stupid. I'm not the CGI trailer guy. I always go, yeah, we'll see. But it got me, it got my hype up. It got my excitement up, and it makes me happy. Makes me smile. I'll, I'll, I'll count. I'll countenance no bad talking from you, Mister Eric. because no, no, I'm no. excited I, right now. I don't want to hate it, so you know, I, I hope to like it. I want to get back into some GTA again. I remember a lot of good times, but mm. I just got to tell you how I felt. I mean, that's just what it was. I'm like, oh, well, that's not what I was expecting. Son of a gun. <laughs> so, real quick, folks, just before we go, just so we can say we're Nostradamus, if if it all pans out, uh, I, I got to hit the road here. But I wanted to go. Hey, what? do you think might happen or be a big reveal at the Game Awards? Because we didn't talk about that. We just talked about who's going to win, all that good stuff. We gave our predictions to that. And I'll start with the two. I have more, but I'm going to give you two quick hits. One, Ben Studios going to be announcing whatever the heck they've been working on. So we're going to get a glimpse of Ben Studios' new game, big old reveal of what it is, what it's about, all that good stuff. And the second, we're going to get another trailer from Stellar Blade Matt with a definitive date and release on this bad boy. I think those two things are surefire hits that I'm excited about and would be really cool and hype to see. What about you? You got two that you think might happen and are cool for you. Well, I got one that I think might happen that's cool for me, and that's what you just said. 
a Stellar Blade trailer and a release date. I wasn't thinking about it at all. I actually think it was trending on Twitter for a couple minutes, like a few days ago, and I went, oh, yeah, Stellar Blade. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll come up. And then it was lost. It was lost in the sickness and the phlegm and the goof. Did you like Animusha? You ever like that game? I never played that game. Okay, I was going to give you a freebie. Capcom's going to reveal Animusha, the game that they've been working on. I can't say they have. I don't know. But it just makes sense because the you know the show is being worked on, and they're going to want to tie this all in. So I was going to give you a freebie. I thought. But here's one I'll give you that's a double right. that's a double double freebie because oh, I yeah. know I, I crashed my boat straight into Realism Rock yesterday when I saw a, a, a deal for something similar to this go on sale, and I went okay here. So since they've been doing it like year after year after year after year, what I'm going to tell you is what they're going to reveal is Sony and who is it, Naughty Dog? Is it Naughty Dog that makes it? It's Naughty Dog that makes it. They're going to reveal The Last of Us Part 1 re-remaster. It's going to come out in two more years with like one extra pixel in Joel's eyeball because they already did one and two, and then they remastered one, and then they remastered one again, and now they're remastering two. So they're going to go back and remaster one one again, and now it's going to be 60 frames per second at 4K. So if you're going to want to get this, and then... Or teaser, hey, Last of Us 2 remaster is already coming out. But wait, in two more years, Last of Us 2 re-remaster. Re-re. Re-re-re-re-re. For the PlayStation 5 Pro. Re-re-re-re-re-master. Re-re-re-re-re-re-re-re. So it's the re-triple master. Yeah. And it's going to have another like exotic outtake and an alternate ending. So you have to get it. You have to. Because this time, the girl doesn't leave. Spoiler The girl doesn't leave the house. And she stays there. So it's a big deal. Wow. I was so dis- <laughs> Total side tangent. I was so disgusted when I heard about it. And then I immediately forgot because of the sickness. And then today, Wario 64, in his hot, crazy deals. Oh, hey, Last of Us Part 2, uh, WLF edition. And I went, cat, cat, mm, cat. I was at my desk at work and I threw my pen and people went, what's going on? And I went, shut up. I don't know. Leave me alone. And I ran to the bathroom and I cried. Just angry. I get it. I understand. So that's what's happening at the Game Awards. I agree. Stellar Blades, some actual, final, actual, real human stuff. Okay, no, here, I'll give you one that I'm hoping for. Pie in the Sky McGee, Front Mission 3 remake trailer. How about that? Give me something, a, a teaser, a little teaser vid of some HD 4K Vonsers. That's what I'm going to say. That's that's. There's a real Pie in the Sky. Here's a realism rock. That's what you get from me. Breath Fire 3 and 4 remastered. Shut up, Eric. I'm cutting you that from said, the show. Hey, you, you don't said, even get to say it on the show the anymore. It doesn't you matter. Did it. it doesn't you matter. You went pie the sky. I said keep it to what you like and what's real. Hey, you're giving, you're giving me stuff and I can't breathe. It's over. can't breathe. Dragon Quarter remaster first. Dragon Jesus. Quarter remake. No, God. Okay. So what about you out there in podcast listener land? What were your thoughts on the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer? What are you expecting to see at the Game Awards? Give me a little quick hit. Because this is probably going to drop tonight as we're recording this. So get it in before the Game Awards. Don't get it in afterwards and say, oh yeah, this is what I thought it would be. No. But send all that stuff to us via the email, thirdshiftme.gmail.com. On the Twitter machine, at thirdshiftme. Find us on Facebook on the Third Shift. Hit up the Discord, the Patreon. Hit up the stream. Hit up Eric's house. Bring like a little bag of medicine. Just be like, I'm the medicine elf. And he'll let you right in. Yep. You can have a little dance off of Satan. It's going to be great. And you'll probably catch whatever I got. I'll give it to everybody else. Why not you? While you're doing that, you can head over on the old Patreon. It's like a little tip jar, like what we're doing. You want to help support us, keep the lights on. Little old dollar, two dollars, three dollars, any kind of bucks helps us out. And we appreciate all of you who have and can do that for us. If you cannot, totally understandable. 
You can support us in all the other ways, like going over there to the uh, iTunes or wherever the Apple Pod places and giving us five-star ratings, going to Spotify, giving us five-star ratings, going on over to Twitch, Prime subbing it up. You can give us mailbag questions, feedback of any kind. All that is very helpful and keeps us very happy doing this show. So uh, just to think about it. And think about listening to the very next episode, which will be dropping on or around the 14th of December on iTunes and Stitcher on Podbean on Spotify and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any of those good services because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. And I'll reiterate it here. If you're in the Shifter Monthly Topics and you want to take part in the Not Game of the Year Shifter Monthly Topic, have those submissions to us by around the 15th. We'll try and record it by around the 18th. And then also be looking forward to the Game of the Year episode, which should be dropping around the 28th. So get that stuff to us. I'm going to say by the 25th. Get it to us by Christmas, and your present will be taking part in the most glorious of shows that Third Shift does. It's a great event. Oh, yes. A lot of fun. Can't wait for it. I got a lot of thinking to do, a whole bunch of thinking to do. It's it's going to be a tough year this year, I think. And I want to hear the brain wrecking y'all did, so definitely get those in so we can have you in there with us and we can all go on this journey together. Absolutely. And until that time, or just until any old time, there's nothing else to say but... Don't forget Sit down.